All right, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Beyond the Bar podcast, episode 11. Just uh, finished up a little training session here. Got the post-workout endorphins rolling. <laughs> um, back in the back in the, the pilot seat here. Um, we uh, appreciate uh, Thomas stepping in and, and uh, helping out with our last podcast. Um, uh, as you guys probably uh, have seen, um, via our website, Facebook, etc. Um, we have uh, just added a, a, a big member to the, the CrossFit family. Um, CrossFit Valor is in uh, in Cedar Park is now a, a part of the uh, the CrossFit Austin Austin team there. So uh, we've been spinning Boone and I, but excuse me, spending a, a good chunk of our time up there trying to get things rolling. Um, some good folks up there. Um, already doing a great job and we're just kind of going in and fine-tuning a few things so uh so we're excited to uh to to have those guys uh join us here at cfa and then also uh um kind of continue what they've built up there in cedar park um just uh as we kind of jump into our uh our our announcements here we've got a uh actual a meet and greet up at crossfit valor this friday uh, November the, I'm always bad. I got I got to check these dates before we get on the air. Uh, November eighth um, at CrossFit Valor, we're gonna do a little team workout, um, five thirty and six thirty p.m. and then uh, follow up that with a, a few drinks and just a little little meet and greet. Um, Arasti's gonna be out. They're uh, they've graciously supplied us with uh, refreshments and. Uh, um, it's, uh, if you, you happen to, to have some time to roll up North, it's a great opportunity to, uh, um, meet your, uh, your, your new sister Jim up there at, uh, CrossFit Valor. Um, also we've got, uh, I've, I've got my, my lovely co-host here, Aaron Davis. Aaron, how's it going, man? Going good. Can't complain. Um, so, uh, so you held down the podcast for us last week with, uh, with, as he's affectionately known around the office, T Pain Thomas Lower. Oh yeah. Um, how are uh, how are things with you? What's happening in the uh, the South Side Track and Davis world? Uh, it's uh, it's going well. Uh, South Siders. I know we just got off of uh, you know some, some of the deload week and test week, so we're just getting off of that. Had a lot of good PRs uh, coming off of that. Um, a lot of good tests. A lot of guys kind of finding what their weaknesses are, which is always good. Um, and then the programs will be tailored to uh, make those weaknesses strengths later on. Yeah. Uh, track and Davis side, we're starting to get in the competition side of some of the, like the professional athletes, or I guess not professional or elite athletes in the CrossFit stuff. And some of my guys down in uh, the New Zealand area done well. Uh, Mike Rankin, Rankin just got um, invited out to the Schwartz Iron Challenge, uh, which is a big, I guess one of the, if not the biggest individual CrossFit competition in the Australian uh, kind of region where. A lot of those guys are the same guys he'll meet up at the Australian Regionals, and he um, plays 16th. Um, it was definitely a heavier Metcon type of competition. A lot of the stuff was uh, pretty ridiculous on the weight scale, um, and that's one of uh, Mike's weaknesses. So he um, he definitely fought his way through and did and you know performed I think pretty well considering most of the the, the wads were were tailored for somebody not like him to perform well. So it was good, and then. Um, uh, Mahdi, which is, uh, or Mahadi, sorry, Mud, uh, he always, uh, gets on me about his name. Um, but, uh, no, he, uh, him and his team, um, Aaron James and some of the girls over there won the, the national team championships, uh, down in New Zealand just recently as well. So they took, uh, 
2K in cash home, and uh, from nice. what I hear, I, I think they just uh, spend it at the bar. But uh, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. But we'll. Uh, uh, but no, it's it's been good. I think we're having some good successes uh, early on, and now it's um, it's kind of nice getting out of the the first part of the the competition of the year because that's like the first comp, and then we we go back to general prep, and then um, you know get them ready for for regionals here. Uh, so it's kind of a nice little tester to see you know where they're at and what we can improve on. So it's been good. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, speaking of uh, uh, competitions, uh, hopefully everyone saw our uh, article on uh, last Tuesday where we kind of um, just put out a, uh, a list of, of folks who have gone out there and, and uh, kind of put themselves out there, got on the on the big stage and done a few things. Um, obviously, we want to give another shout-out to those guys and say congratulations, and we're looking forward for uh, for more folks to, to kind of be on that list and to uh, – and to, to kind of continue to, to close out the year here, um, we do have a uh, our CrossFit Classics is back at CrossFit Austin this month. Uh, so we are uh, it's going to be on Saturday this year and Saturday no, no or this month excuse me Saturday November twenty third. And the reason that we did that um, partly is so we could invite a lot of the athlete open folks out to try to participate. Um, for those of you guys that don't know. We had to cut the athlete open short by one workout uh, due to the rain delay. And so uh, anybody that participated in, in the athlete open is going to be able to come out and do CrossFit Classics with us free of charge um, as a, uh, uh, a rain check, if you will, literally. Um, and as a, just a thank you for, for supporting and, and working through um, the issues that we had with the, uh, the weather at uh, – at uh, the athlete open there. So, uh, so we're excited. It's the deadlift box jump. That's one of the only workouts to be, um, completed twice in a regional setting. Um, so it's 2159, um, deadlift for RX individuals is 315 and 205. And then the box jump height is 30 and, uh, 24 inches. And then for the teams, it drops down to 275 and 185 on the deadlift, and the, the box jump height stays the same. Um, so, uh, obviously, from there, we've got several other scaling options for, for those of you guys that aren't quite up to the 30-inch uh, the box jump yet or, uh, or the, the hefty 315 deadlift. But uh, we want to encourage as many folks as, as possible to come out. Um, should be a really good time on Saturday morning, and that's uh, November the 23rd. Um, and then also, um, before that coming up this Saturday, Arasti is going to be a back out, uh, doing a series on shoulder health and, um, going through some, some functional, uh, shoulder movements and kind of prehab rehab stuff that you can, you can utilize as a, uh, uh, a way to kind of, as we go through this training and things like that, um, to keep those shoulders healthy and mobile and functioning the way that they should. So, uh, uh, I believe Dr. Ediker is going to be coming back out. He's he's did the foam rolling class with us a few weeks ago, and uh, and we'll we'll be doing that in the small gym at eleven o'clock this Saturday, um, the ninth. All right, see, we're getting our dates straight now. Good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so those are the announcements uh, today. Our topic I, I want to just delve into. There was an article that was actually put out yesterday evening, and it's. Uh, it's been so popular that uh, it actually it looks like today we're looking we're looking it up to to reread it over before the podcast. 
Um, but the, the website actually crashed because there's so many people that have been um, visiting the website to, uh, to read it. Um, so we're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants a little bit on it. I, we both read it yesterday. Um, and, uh, it was by the probably most famous CrossFitter in the world. Would you agree, Aaron? Yeah. Next to Rich Froning. Probably, next yeah. to Rich Froning. Yeah. Uh, Chris Spieler. Uh, he, and he broke down, uh, I thought it was a really cool concept. Um, and he broke down kind of, um, some, some macro big categories that a lot of, uh, these folks in the, the CrossFit community and these athletes that we see on a day-to-day basis, um, fall into, um, in terms of kind of what their goals are. And I think it's a, it's an important message for everybody, um, to understand, you know, what your goals are, how they evolve and, and, and what the kind of risk reward and different things like that are and, and how that goes with, as you, as you get through and start to train and start to, uh, do the different things you do in the, uh, the CrossFit world or here at CrossFit Austin. Um, so I guess the first thing is, uh, you know, I mean, uh, what was interesting is when we, when we started looking at how Chris kind of broke it down, he, he really broke it down in, uh, you know, three categories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so the categories broke down and, um, you know, for those of you guys that are rel- relatively new to this thing, I, you know, we've been around this, I've been around it for the last six years. Um, and people don't realize that back in 2006, 2007, the CrossFit Games have only been a thing since 2007, and literally the very first CrossFit Games were, they put it out there, and they said, hey, this is, um, this is a competition that we're going to throw, if you want to come throw down, you want to come, you know, test your fitness, basically, uh, we're going to do it, anybody could show up, so uh, I could, I could just, if I wanted to buy it, take it out to Northern California, Santa Cruz area, go out there, compete in the CrossFit Games. And, and that was 2007, but CrossFit itself and its original iteration has been around since, uh, I would say, you know. Early 2000s? Early yeah. 2000s, yeah. I think that what you would call the Internet age of, of CrossFit, so CrossFit.com, was, um, you know, it, it goes back to like 2002, 2003, 2000. For and uh, so there's a big chunk of time where the only reason people did this stuff was just simply to get better at, at life, right? Yeah. At life in general. So uh, you know, so I think sometimes as as we get into the the hoopla and and yeah, don't get me wrong, competing and 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 you know all the the things that surround the CrossFit Games and the Open and regionals, that's all really fun stuff, but. The, the original intent and the original, you know, desire for, for CrossFit was to have this broad general fitness that could be applied to whatever your goal might be, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, you know, in, in simplest terms, I think, it, you know, and, and if you look at the competition, is it's like kind of uh, beating oneself in the sense of like just trying to come back and beat just personal goals, you know, like day after day rather than looking at it from a bigger view where people have taken it now to, you know, competing against everybody in the world or mm-hmm. they take it even, even smaller, like being somebody next to them or, you know, instead of really focusing on just, hey, just, you know, beat an old PR. Yeah, you know? yeah, just get better, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so so you when you look back at some of the earlier literature, it talks about, you know, guys that are skiers going out and just wanting to, 
you know, have more gas on the slopes, sure. you know, um, recreational skiers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, grandparents that want to be able to play with their children, sure. right? Um, you know, people that, um, you, you, again, a general kind of broad fitness that is going to be applicable just to your everyday life. And I think uh, um, we lose sight of it a bit. And can, it, it's very easy to kind of get caught up in the uh, the uh, the element of competition, whether it's the open, it's regionals, or it's or it's even just you know you've got your guy in class. I got Aaron next to me. He comes to six thirty a.m. with me every day, <laughs> and I'm gonna, by damn, I'm going to beat him. Like yeah. that is my goal every day. And so um, kind of switching that mindset and, and remembering what the original intent was, because most people that come in through the door, you come through with a set of goals. Um, whether it's to get healthier, to um, to to lose some weight, to look better, um, to get stronger, and it's all—it's very personal. It's a very, uh, I you know, it's this this idea of, of personal growth, like we talk about being being the catalyst for that personal evolution, and uh, and so we want to definitely reiterate what Chris had to say on that and say, hey, that is really the most important thing, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at the. I guess even in my head when I think of programming, especially for like the you know general population or like our group classes and stuff like that, it's it's a risk and reward type mentality. You have to realize that like I can tell you this right now, nobody's going to remember how you beat you know Joe Schmo in a workout twenty years from now. But you nobody's going to meet meet or it's going to remember <laughs> me beating Aaron in a workout. <laughs> Nobody would. <laughs> Nobody. But but. If Wes, for some reason, reached and, like, with bad technique, tried to get just one more rep and either, you know, hurt a shoulder, hurt a knee, well, he's going to remember that when he's picking up his grandkids in 20 years, okay, uh, or 30 years or 40 years. So, I mean, uh, the risk and reward, you have to realize that what's really important, right? What's important is is sound fitness, variety, good technique, um, you know, and, and letting that active lifestyle creep into, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s and still be able to do some of this stuff, right? Yeah. It's, it's longevity. Yeah, and you know, and when we look at, at, like, our programs in general, you know, this kind of base level, when, when people ask me, like, what's our, our, our performance, our, our, uh, our level two, as it is formerly known as, right? And that's, that's the idea is we want a, a very broad base of fitness, right? We want to pull out. Um, we want to we want to do things that have a high reward and a low risk to them. We want to expose you to um, all these kind of different broad categories of energy systems. Like we want to get you stronger. We want you to get a little piece of that that nasty kind of anaerobic stuff. So you just you know how to work hard. Um, and then ultimately we want this kind of like broad uh, ability of of doing this aerobic work where we can just continue and and you can be functional. And you can do things. You can do work for extended period of times, and you don't have to worry about, you know, walking up the stairs and having to put your hands on your knees and and huffing and puffing. Um, so, uh, and and the goal is is for is simply for you to get better, right? There's there's simply for from a physical standpoint for you to to better yourself, better be better for where you started from, from when you walk through that door and where you come from. Um, so. So it's good to keep that in, in perspective, um, you know, especially as, again, we kind of come out of this, this offseason. It's, it's easy right now, actually, because it's, it's like it's, it's a lull. There's, you know, the, it's, the holidays are coming. Yeah. You know, everything is, is, is pretty, pretty chill in terms of what's going on with different competitions and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, as we ramp up and, and we, as people start getting stoked for the Open, um, 
you know, the, you know, that, comp- that competitive fire, while it's good, it, it, it helps motivate us. It helps push us. It, it helps, it helps you, um, internally push yourself to be better, to be competitive with yourself. Um, but remember, you gotta, you gotta keep it personal. You gotta continue to, to, to kid, you know, you gotta put more weight in getting yourself better than, than what you, what, what your, what your neighbor's doing next door to you. Yeah, right? sure. And, and even as the season kind of comes, I guess you'd call it the competition season where it's kind of really hits, well, about, about starts kind of right now and then definitely hits when, uh, you know, January, February, uh, through March, obviously through regionals. Uh, that's kind of the big time where the hype machine of the competition or the Reebok CrossFit games starts hyping up everybody. Um, you know, that kind of leads to that, that next category that Chris talked about, which is the, that recreational athlete who, uh, you know, is, uh, is at that point that wants to do uh, competitions, you know, once in a while and, and, and maybe take it a little bit more, more serious. Um, obviously not to the, to the elite side where they're spending all day at the gym, but at the side where they want to maybe hone in on certain weaknesses, um, you know, kind of take a, a bit more of an individual approach, maybe outside of level two or maybe level two with a little bit of uh, extra skill work, um, you know, um, with, with those people. And, and with, with, that, with those people coming up in, in the season, yeah, we want to obviously do better than hopefully probably we did in the Open last year right. and stuff like that. Or, and stuff. But with that, obviously, comes a little bit more risk involved. You have yeah. to realize that you have to do a little bit more stuff an extra day. Yeah. You know, you just – you put in more uh, – you know, as you as you kind of go through this evolution, you say, "Hey, you know," and I, I've had this conversation with several people. That's like CrossFit's my sport now. That's like that's what I like. This is like this is kind of my hobby, and that hey, that's perfectly fine. Like it's a great. Uh, you know, I always tell people, especially when they're kind of asking me, like, "What is CrossFit?" It's like it's created this kind of social environment around this healthier lifestyle, right? Where we want to like we want to spend our time, you know at the at the gym at 5:30 in the morning instead of at the bar at 5:30 in the afternoon, you know, kind of deal. And uh and so uh so so when people start to move from okay, I'm just doing this to like make myself better, to just get healthy, to lose some weight, and it's like, okay, well, I've I've really I've done this for a little while. I want to uh I want to kind of take it to a, a, a next level. I want to focus on it a little bit more. I want to kind of train for this. I want to train to be uh, you know, an athlete. That's fantastic, and I think what you see now, and, and one one thing that he points out is there's this realm of um, a recreational sport and a professional sport, and so what we see a lot now is we've got a lot of recreational athletes that that do this the same reason that that folks go to the Y and, and hoop it up in a sure. league every every Definitely. you know eight o'clock on a on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. or you know I've got friends that I got friends in San Antonio that play hockey. Right, they have a rec, like a rec hockey league, yeah. and they play hockey from like nine o'clock until midnight. And so, you know, like these guys aren't professional athletes, but they love something. They they have this sport. They have this competitive outlet that they they go for. And you yeah, you better believe there's some sacrifice that goes into you know going to the to the to the ice to skate it out for three hours on a on a Wednesday night when you got to get up and go to work in the next morning. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like that's kind of the next iteration that folks need to see is that hey we're we're going to train and we're going to uh, we're going to enjoy this competition and we're going to try to um, create this this sport for ourselves and this kind of comp- continued um, competitive. Um, environment for ourselves in this recreational sense with CrossFit, and I think that's awesome. It's it's a great it's a great way for people to have that outlet when you know as you as you kind of go through your life as an adult and you you realize well you know you know 
sports or organized sports were always a, a thing of your life, especially for me all the way through college. And then you come out of it and it's like, all right, what do I do now? And, you know, that's yeah. kind of how I came to CrossFit. That's how a lot of people have come to CrossFit. Um, but I think it's, it's important to, uh, or it is important to, to realize that there's a difference between doing this and, and, and want to go and, and get, be competitive in the open, be at, go out there and, and, you know, compete in some local competitions do things like, you know, the the Athlete Open or, you know, the, the Crucible that CrossFit Syntex does or the Fittest Games or whatever it may be and uh, and throw down with people because that's a, um, that's, that's a great uh, kind of goal or, or, or mindset to be in. And, and the key there, too, is that you, you've, start, you've shifted from just training or just working out to you're now training for something, right? You now have a specific goal, a specific competition that, that you're, you're focusing your training towards, right? Yeah, and, and with that, though, I would say, though, that like even in the first category, we talked about just people, you know, just doing it just to be healthy and fit, um, you know, and, and to make life better. I still think the re- the recreational person is still the same thing. I still think that you can't go across the line where it's actually going to affect health, right? Because it's just something you do. It's a hobby. It's something that you do for fun. Uh, you can't take it to the point where your health is going to be at risk, right? It's Your health is still primarily the, the, the goal, even as a recreational, is that you, you know, you might get some nicks and bruises because you're doing more volume or uh, might have to go to Rosti and stuff like that to take care of some stuff. But overall, you don't want to pound yourself into the ground to the point where it's going to affect hormone levels, uh, you know, your circulatory system, your immune system, stuff like that, um, or even hell, joints. You know, if you can't uh, if you can't walk one of these days because you've uh, overloaded the kneecaps or the the, the you know the, the knees so much that uh, you know you have jumpers knee, you can't do anything. That's not necessarily going to make you feel better about it. So. Um, yeah, and I think that goes back to the uh, the idea of, of training, right? As opposed to just, you know, I think you see a lot of, uh, you know, not, you know, you'll see a lot of of different gyms or or people like around the the sphere of CrossFit where it's just they're like, oh, they see this this thing on TV on you know the CrossFit Games where you know it's just like this physical beatdown, right? And like every day is just like pound into the ground, right? And just like, hey, let's let's have a pissing contest, see who the biggest man is, and 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 then that's that's how we're gonna get that's how we're gonna get ourselves there. That's how we're gonna be you know recreational CrossFit or that's how we're gonna be like CrossFitters, right? Um, but that like the the point that people miss. And actually, uh, you know, Aaron pointed out to this to me last week or, or, or brought this up to me last week is, you know, let that like that beat down that that like testing of your will of your manhood, whatever. Let that be what you train for. Not that's not the training. Right. Yeah. Right. You those people prepare for that. They prepare themselves to be able to withstand um, this beat down. They don't do that every day. No, no, like because if you if you try to do the CrossFit Games, like if you try to do the CrossFit Games every weekend, you know you'd be in the hospital. Probably, yeah, it's, it'd be silly, right? It's the same thing as a marathon. You have to train for a marathon, right? You just don't want to just be like, oh, you know, I saw this on TV. I'm just going to decide to like to toe the line and just go. Right? Yeah. Right? You have to train. You don't. You don't just start going. Hey, I'm going to run 26.2 miles every day. <laughs> right? See how long that'll work, and see yeah. and see if you actually get any kind of results from that. And so that's that's where the perspective comes in is like, Hey, we're going to prepare. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about, you know, getting out there and, and, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Let's, let's get out. Let's figure out, let's, you know, let's see what we're made of. Let's put it on the line. Let's compete. Let's, you know, let's do that. That's fun. That's good. It's, it's kind of, you know, for me, it's part of my essence where I, I I enjoy getting out there and, and testing myself. Right. Um, 
whether whatever that may look like. But you always want to go into that with a plan, right? You don't want to just jump into it and say, hey, you know, I'm just going to have, like I said, I'm just going to have a pissing match every day and see where that gets me. No, you want to you want to prepare for that. You want to um, you want to progress your your abilities and say, okay, we've got we've got you know we talked about two episodes ago having you know three or four competitions that you uh, that you try to do on on a yearly basis and, and prepare for them, right? Yeah. And then the training the training gets you there, and it's yeah. not game day every day. It's it's you you prepare and then you go. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of brings us into those elite athletes, right? And so one of the things that I thought was interesting is that the percentage of elite CrossFitters or elite athletes that are CrossFitters is actually shrinking, right? So as CrossFit the sport gets more popular, the percentage of people that have the ability to compete at the highest level it's small. is smaller, yeah. right? And it's shrinking every day. Same thing with the Olympics. It's yeah. Like, say, you know, it's, or any any sport, you know, the NFL got wildly popular and, and everybody, especially in the state of Texas, thinks their son is going to grow up being the next NFL star. But, you know, if you realize that uh, out of all the all the many, few are, are, chosen, are chosen is, uh, you know, that's it's like the perfect quote for it. I mean, as CrossFit gets bigger and bigger, the, the cream will rise to the top and it's only going to be a very small population sure. of what CrossFit truly truly is so yeah yeah absolutely and you know those uh you know those are the people that they i think one of the quotes that to me was like he said every single person that he's competed with in the games in the last you know year to two years is now a full-time athlete you know they train as their job they they may own a gym and be able to to just train right Mm -hmm. or they may have sponsorships where um you know, they can make a living off of training. Um, but just like, you know, just like, uh, you know, you're, you know, Joe, Joe, the accountant, Joe, the CPA puts in a eight hour day of crunching numbers, you know, Rich Froning puts in an eight hour day of, you know, cleaning jerks, rowing and, uh, and burpees, you know? And so, uh, so it is that, that like high end upper echelon, um, uh, athlete is a, uh, you know, it's, it's a full-time job for him. Yeah. And so, and so it's, it's something, you know, uh, another thing he said in there was like, you know, if, if somebody told me I couldn't do it, I, you know, I, I'd say, I'd say bullshit, you know, I was like, cool, whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. And so we're not, you know, I'm not, you're not trying to like crush anybody's dreams or say, Hey, you can't do this, but just to be honest with yourself and understand, you know, where you stand in that continuum or in, in, in these categories of, of why you do what you do and, and what you want to accomplish. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you honestly, there's not, there's not one that's any better than the other, in my opinion. Right. If it's, it's all different circumstances to what you do, but to remember that you have to, yeah, you know, if you want to, if you want to go in and you, you're just here to, if you're here to, to just make your life better in general and to, to create this, this like general physical preparedness, this, this broad fitness, and that's awesome. That's a great goal. Um, if if you've, you've dabbled in a little, you know, recreational CrossFit and you've decided that's something that you want to pursue, hey, power to you as well. And then, you know, if, if you do have the, the, the time, the resources, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then if you're honest with yourself and say, hey, you know, like, this is, this is what's going on. This is what it takes. This is what I have to understand. I think there's another article, uh, yeah, Talena Fortunato, she had like a top 10 and I shared it on my Facebook of like, okay, this is, if you want to like, if you think you're elite, right? Like this is what the elite people are doing. It's stuff like, 
you know, warming up for a full 45 minutes before you train. Yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, I, I, I listened to, uh, Mike McCultrick on a podcast, um, who he, he won our region this year. And, and he says that he, no matter what, he gets nine hours of sleep every single night mm-hmm. or every single day. And that might mean that he goes in the middle of the day and takes a two hour nap. Yeah. Just, and, but that is, that's, that is the level of detail and the level, like how deep down the rabbit hole that you have to get to be kind of in this upper echelon. And that, that, that's even with the, the caveat of, do you have the, the natural ability to do that? You know? For sure. Right? I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, like I always kind of go through stuff when I look at people, when I'm about to train them for this stuff and look at like just, uh, you know, they, they call them KPIs, which is key performance indicators when in any kind of sport, you see it a lot in track and field and a lot of the other Olympic sports and you really kind of break down what it takes to be at that level. Um, in fact, uh, Tommy Hackenbrook from the youth CrossFit uh, just posted one where he listed the, both the female and male uh, standards for what the, it takes to podium at the games or mm-hmm. whatever else. And you, and you look at them and you realize that like very few people are going to have that broad uh, spectrum of uh, fitness over both strength lifts, ollie lifts, plus um, some benchmarks and some uh, aerobic and anaerobic testers. Uh, it's, it's astonishing. I mean, a four or five front squat, you know, it's just one of them, a 575 back squat. I mean, not back squat. Uh, actually, I don't know. It was a, I think it was maybe a 575 deadlift. Um, you know, also being able to run like say a mile under 530 and then plus do Fran under 220. Um, you know, I mean, you start looking at that stuff. That's a very limited, um, spectrum of athletes. You know, we talk about that pool. And then we look at that and then we see that, you know, what is, what is CrossFit Games really testing? It's testing fitness. It's not necessarily testing health. All right. Those are two separate things. Sometimes we have to, we have to look at like, I was looking at like, uh, NFL football players. I mean, if you look at them, they, they are very, I guess you'd say fit or they're, they can perform very well. But, uh, if you look at what they do probably in their spare time or how they eat, they might not be the healthiest guys in the world. That's yeah. why most of, you know, some of them are having problems in their fifties and stuff like that. There's a risk involved. Um, and with any, yeah, yeah professional any athletics, professional, yeah. man, high end elite athletics. There is definitely yeah. a lot of risk. You, you sacrifice a lot of your, your physical well-being for that. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, and you know, that, that's the same thing with CrossFitters. I know it's, 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 it's it, the growth of the CrossFit games came out of a health standpoint, but you have to realize that it's, it's testing at a fitness level that, um, you know, just to train for is there's some inherent risks, you know, and, and, um, and we have to realize that those risks are just part of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and for those athletes, they even know that it's part of the game, but it's, it's their sport, right? And that's, uh, it's what they're called to do. And so they, they, they have to do it, you know, yeah. they feel the need to do it. For sure. So, uh, just to wrap things up, guys, just, you know, we want to, I want to encourage everyone to, to kind of have this honest conversation and hopefully the website's down right now. Um, but hopefully it'll be up when we actually post this tomorrow. Um, and that we can include the article. So you have a little bit of context of what we're talking about, um, and how Chris breaks that down, but look at those three categories and, and, and look at them with a, uh, an unbiased eye, if you will, and say, Hey, is this really, you know, when I originally started out, is what what was my goals? What are my goals now? What and what do I want to accomplish? And what am I willing to sacrifice um, to, to do these different things? And so I, I think that uh, it's it's important to understand there's not a right or wrong necessarily, um, but you, you everybody regardless is going to fall into one of these categories pretty much that that comes through the gym, mm-hmm. and I think the bulk of people are going to fall into category number one. 
And that's really awesome, right? Like yeah, those are great. great people. Those are the people that like that is the essence of what CrossFit is, right? Do better yourself. That's what we want to do. Ultimately, our our mission statement is be a catalyst for personal evolution. So we just want you to get better, sure. right? Regardless of of what your goal is. And so uh, so read through the article. You know, have an honest conversation with yourself, and uh, and 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 let's evaluate what our goals are. Let's evaluate. Let's be. Let's take this to a higher level and understand that we can we can accomplish the things that we want to without having all this kind of unnecessary ego ego and and uh you know kind of posturing kind of stuff that goes along with all the other stuff um or kind of this this big ego kind of macho attitude about it, what that, you do that never that never creates community no yeah it never does try yeah. to try to try to try to make friends and have a you know a good conversation with a bunch of bullies in a room it's never going to work yeah exactly uh, you know to have our egos left at the door realize that we're here for a reason and maybe a higher reason you yeah. know um you know we're all doing this and know we could be doing other things and then uh you know like i said being that catalyst to kind of spread that will make make a really good strong community absolutely all right guys well thanks for listening we we're at 33 minutes so everyone uh everyone else involved with the podcast will we please <laughs> um and uh looking forward to talking to you guys in two weeks all right bye